Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another bald movie, first-round edition, uh, pulp edition. Lots of editions here. Tonight, we're talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. It's Marvel's attempt to continue the Black Panther franchise after the chat, the chat, the, tra- the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I was really curious about how they're going to handle this. Uh, I think Ryan Coogler has a really wide palette. You know, he can go really, um, you know, personal and emotional, like Fruitvale Station, and even, you know, to some extent, the Creed films. He can also go kind of big and superheroic and bombastic, like the first Black Panther. Uh, I was wondering how they're going to handle this, something I've been really, really interested in. Um what did you think of Wakanda Forever? How do you think they 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 turned the corner here? Uh, I I think they turned the corner well, um, and I I really enjoyed this movie. I will say I don't think it's as good as the first one, but come on, I mean the first one was excellent. So I'm plus not, this I, one's just is grieving. It's a movie. It's a very sad yeah, yeah. movie. It's it's got a lot of like the same kind of. Uh, like Marvel Endgame, the the first third of that movie feel where everything's just bleak. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, it's definitely a eulogy for Chadwick Boseman, um, and it, it feels like it. And I think they nailed that part of it. I, th- I think it was excellent in that regard. Uh, there's a, but there's a lot of other stuff to like about this movie too. I really liked the music. I thought that was great. Um, of course, it's Marvel, so the visuals are excellent, as you would expect, and it's not a Marvel TV show. It's one of those Marvel movies where they spend the time the and money. money to get it right. Yeah. And and I will uh, say, even even saying that, like, uh, I thought Wakanda looked especially amazing. They had some scenes, like, they're setting it within Africa, and just uh, mm-hmm. the way they blend the landscapes, the plains, and the mountains, and the cloaking technology, and all that shit is just really, really something else. Yeah, and, and it felt to me like a black panther movie because i i feel like it it often has s- some gray area you know some some like well this person is doing these things that in a certain light could be bad and a certain light are exactly what's needed um and and the only way to affect any kind of change and i feel like there's elements of that in this as there was in the first movie uh it's just unfortunate <laughs> that mm-hmm the quote-unquote villain they choose for this is who he is. Because, boy, that villain is just inherently stupid. Inherently dumb. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> There's no really way to coming, make that villain cool. Really coming at Namor. Namor. And, 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 and to back him up against Michael B. Jordan, who mm. was yeah, freaking Killmonger amazing was... in that first movie. Killmonger is up there with Magneto, I think, and one of the best, most complete uh, Marvel villains. Uh, yes. uh, at least as depicted in the first Black Panther. And uh, boy, yeah, and they just they took um, the B version down off the shelf and said we're going to run that back, 
with a slight difference, and that's kind of it. So I, I was a little nonplussed by that and how much time they spend on that particular plot. Is, is this like, is a very long movie. Um, I, 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 is Namor really dumb, or does he just have an element of his design that's just really... Boy, does that even work in the comic books? Uh, this is not a it's spoiler. It's kind of dumb. I mean, there was riding whales. You've seen whales. the trailer. You've it's seen stupid. it. The right. Oh, I said I thought the ri- riding whales, like when they come riding on the killer whales and the humpback whales. I thought that stuff was pretty fucking rad and like you know, just like very metal Aquaman hmm. kind of way. When Namor, the submariner, the submariner, the submariner, uh, when he flies and his little his little ankle wings just start to flutter, it's. I, I was very curious because I from the trailer I couldn't t- I knew the dude flew but I couldn't tell if they had that element and that's something that's very well established in the comic books. I mean, Namor is one of the goofiest looking superheroes of all time. He wears green spandex, speedos, like shorts, like Olympic yeah. speedos, uh, <laughs> g-string speedos, like uh, little rings around his wrists and ankles. He's got little Vulcan ear. He looks like and he's got like a Mister Spock haircut. At least I'm the, the, okay. the way I envision him, and he's got these little flappy, flappy wings like Mercury wings on his ankles, and I feel like if they just left that part out, they go with the keep the pointy ears, keep all the you know because they 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 really I don't think this is part of Namor's original character, but it certainly suits him uh, to have this Mesoamerican kind of influence on it. If you keep all that stuff, I thought that all was really fucking cool. In fact, it made his costume kind of not as ridiculous as it could have been. But the ankle wings are just it's just a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's inherently ridiculous. Those wings. There's no way to make that look cool. There really is. not I mean, imagine if like imagine if Magneto came in and he's got this helmet and he's just got this like Yosemite Sam handlebar mustache. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And it spun real fast and he could fly with it. <laughs> That's what yeah, it would look like, or it just kind of kind of quivered when he's using his magnet powers. It's uh, like you, it's you know yeah. I don't think Sir Ian McKellen has enough gravitas <laughs> to pull that off. I just I just don't. And, and no. this guy, um, but I I was because uh, I'm I'm a bit of a softy in the last few months, but like I was almost immediately getting weepy at the early goings of this when they're really dealing with mm. uh, you know the loss of T'Challa. Uh, I like various points of this movie when they're because it's it is it's like these these it's, this is a movie about the women in Black Panther's life mm-hmm. and how they are grieving him and the extended loss of uh, his father the king before him uh, and all the people they've lost in a civil in, you know the kind of Wakandan civil war that uh, Killmonger kicked off and the in game and everything all that and. Mm-hmm. I thought all that stuff really worked well. And you talked about the music and man, there's some stuff in here that I've, I would, I compare to like what you hear in the shining where it's just as like really <laughs> like when, when, when some of the darker things are happening, there's just like this really unsettling, but filtered through like the traditions and instrumentations of, of like Africa and the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, it's like a really Af- interesting Af- vocal work. Yeah, an Afrofuturistic uh The Shining track. Um mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. And I I thought this movie was also surprisingly funny. Um In I places, thought there was yeah. a lot there's a lot of like appropriately um lighthearted moments where you can kind of bleed off some steam. Um but mostly it's just like, yeah, it's like 
this is uh, Chadwick Boseman left a huge hole uh, in the Marvel continuity and in the community's heart. And this movie needed to kind of like fill that and have a, a path forward. And I think it did that. I think that's a very hard thing to have to figure out um, when, when life kind of throws you a, a curveball like that. And I thought this movie did it. I thought this movie did. It seemed like everybody had a really good time in the theater. You know, it's one of those raucous oh, kind yeah. of spy, you know, had, had like a Spider-Man, uh, uh, no portals denied universe edition uh, feel it had like the in-game feel. There's a lot of like, you know, uh, people laughing and clapping at the, at the, at the right moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pack theater at like this random five o'clock showing. Uh, I think they got the, I think I said is it's, 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 and here's the other thing. My one criticism of the first Black Panther is there was some CGI that didn't quite work for me, and I thought some mm. of the fight scenes were a little bit lackluster. And Coogler just fucking did it. He all of these fight scenes were amazing. Um, I thought they were, uh, especially the, the 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 last one where you've got uh, mm. you know the Kingsguard like swinging from ropes and like everybody's got kind of like the, that's the thing that Marvel does really well. Instead of just like Titanic punches, because we just you're just coming off of Black Adam, is I'm just continually impressed at how much they find these interesting ways for human bodies to combine forces and strengths and flexibilities and these ballet kind of things are able to pull off. Like, I mean, it's at the end of the day just people punching and stabbing, but they just spend a lot of time and effort of continuing to think about new crazy ways to do that. Uh, yeah, some really good spear work in this one from Denai Guerrera. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed watching her. Um, yeah, I, I I like the action quite a bit. There, I would say there isn't as much action in this as I expected. Um, hmm. and, and maybe, I, in some ways, I appreciate that. And if they could have filled everything with like something better than the the Namor stuff I might have been more into it but like there's some kind of pacing problem somewhere in the middle where like every time I thought they were about to get to something they kind of just settled back in for another quiet scene and I was slightly put off in the middle but it didn't last long it was maybe like a 10 minute stretch in the middle of a two and a half hour movie so not too bad Uh, but yeah I, I feel like there are only three or so fight scenes in this entire movie which for Marvel in a two and a half hour movie is kind of not a lot. I swear yeah, Thor had like, like three... 54 fight scenes. Right, in it. right. Um, I mean, but that's a whole completely different. I mean, it's much less somber, more kind of a romp type of. Uh, oh, totally. Uh, and that's the thing is like, I felt like it's, I, I want to see these scenes kind of got in the way uh, and that causes the pacing problems. But like, what do you do? Like, uh, you know, the, 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 in the film, it's, uh, the main action of the film happens about a year after Black Panther's in universe death. But like they established that a lot of these characters just haven't, you know, because they've been dealing with the grief their own way. They haven't really talked about it. So like when you have these people where it's like the movie that has nothing to do with Chadwick Boseman's death and, you know, even replacing a Black Panther, it's about establishing Namor and, and this new super advanced society and, you know, all this other stuff getting ready. Like they still it's like when Shuri, Black Panther's sister and her mom get together for the first time that we've seen them on camera, they got to have some meaningful interaction. Right. Oh, yeah. when when Black Panther's ex-girlfriend or, you know, on and off again, girlfriend comes back swinging back in. You have to like have 
a moment for like you know them to talk about uh the death of t'challa so it's like i don't know because like if, if if they fixed the pacing problems and this was like a two hour five minute movie people would be like what the fuck it's so wild that these this these intimate family members never talked about the death of <laughs> and instead, yeah and i will you, say you some of the scenes i like best like, are those yeah yeah but it does it does because because it happens in between the acts it does make those transitions really long yeah but i don't know how else yeah, they just, could have done it. it yeah the movie just feels mismatched somewhere in the middle like the the two ends of it didn't meet up um yeah. but but not to a crazy degree right i still really enjoyed this movie yeah. um and i think like you like you were talking about those those heartfelt kind of scenes where two people are just talking are some of my favorites this movie because Angela Bassett is so damn good in this movie. I am incredibly impressed by her. Uh, she has a couple of scenes with Letitia Wright where it's just like you—you you two feel like mother daughter and and two people who have like a history here and a history with not only each other but with your ancestors and like your your culture and it just felt right. Yeah, there's a couple. I that's. Yeah, there's a couple times where like I just realized I was sitting and I f- almost forgot that I was watching a superhero movie and I was just watching a family drama. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. these people talking about like, you know, unexpected law. It's like this, you know, feels like I'm watching uh I don't know, Treme or something. Uh sure. it's it's like just in incre- it's yeah, it's insanely good work. I mean, that's another hallmark of the Marvel movies. Like they are able to do these quiet moments with just like amazing actors. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah the women the women of Black Panther really kind of covered uh, carried this movie uh I really enjoyed Lapita Nyong'o um <laughs> yeah hard I, not to Jesus <laughs> I yeah I was gonna say hey, she's there, gorgeous is there a respectful way as gentlemen that we can say she's oh gorgeous. my God in her junior Black Panther spy outfit <laughs> okay. <sighs> You can't else. talk about her cakes respectfully. I'm sorry. No. Uh, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. Vibranium. Uh, <laughs> sure. The, the, vibranium. Yeah, they're the, wearing the vibranium regimen. pants over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's something else. It's the Black Panther butt lift that, that happened here. I hear um, Captain America was see, also wearing no, vibranium it's not, it's, pants. It doesn't feel respectful now, Jim. It doesn't no, it feel doesn't. respectful. It never you, was. You, you fucking dirtied it up. Oh, I no, did. That's, yeah, no, I... I I thought uh, everyone looked incredible. I even like. I guess you didn't like the the Submariner culture. I thought that stuff really looked fucking awesome. Submariner. Like, yeah, yeah. The the Namor people, the Namor people. Oh no, I thought it looked awesome. Oh, oh I was okay. I was so into you, the look you, of that. It's so you really just hate him because of his flappy fins. I, I hate him because of his flappy wing, ankle wings, because he can't make that uh, look cool. Uh, and because he's kind of just a. a a, a do-over of the first villain, except he's mm. lamer. I I don't know. See, I thought, man, I I, I thought that was really cool that he's uh, the, the angle, and I because I I'm barely aware of this the the Namor character because he would a lot of times get grouped in with the X Men because when Marvel remembered it, he was always billed as like the world's first mutant. You know, mm. before you had X Men, before you had Cyclops and and uh, Jean Grey and Iceman and all those guys, you had Namor who turned out to be a mutant. 
And it looks like that that's their... I, I noticed when he first came on the screen, they played like the X-Men motif, just a little like a note. Oh. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting because he's the world's first mutant. He's going to usher in uh, all this. Yeah, he's going to usher in the age of Marvel getting the rights to their mutant characters so they can make him an MCU. Yeah, right. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Wolverine's coming back to Deadpool. Uh, what can we talk that's not spoilery? <laughs> if you were on the fence about seeing this movie and who was, uh, I recommend yeah. it. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. We try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. But well, some people aren't a joining type, or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great season of coverage, or for a podcast that really spoke to them or gave them that bit of support in a tough time. For these, and for whatever other reason you might have, our tip jar is always open. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click the donate option to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Once again, check out support.baldmove.com for all the great ways to help me and Jim keep making the podcast you love. Since the dawn of time, we've been putting clothes on our back that identify us with our people, our group, our tribe. And why Bald Move might be one of the smallest, weirdest tribes out there, transcending all concepts of border, class, culture, and creed, we still have respect for the old ways. At support.baldmove.com, you can get t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more. We have something for every one of our podcasts, or just wear the four pips of the Bald Move logo with pride. Bald Move merch beats running around naked, and they make a great gift for the Bald Move fan in your life. Join our tribe. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click on merch to start shopping. And now back with more Bald Move. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Got a lot of great trailers to talk about, too. We're going to do that before uh, we split into the spoiler talk. Uh, a couple ones I haven't seen before in the theater. Let's go. Uh, spoiler alert. No, oh, yeah? that's On not me giving what? a spoiler alert. The name of this movie is Spoiler Alert. It's Jim Parsons, who is the head nerd on Third Rock Around the Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> uh, wow. He's He is gay, and he has mm-hmm. a gay boyfriend who becomes his gay husband and tragically this guy's going to have cancer or something i'm not sure exactly what but he's going to die yeah. and it's a real like rom-com tearjerker and i'm yeah i don't know i <laughs> i i i, I want to see bros real bad but this looks this looks like a sad <laughs> film and i don't want to see it yeah i'm not a rom-com fan this is probably not going to do it for me can i also say absolute worst name for this movie i cannot think of a single way in which it relates there's something about the whole thing that feels off like it feels like it feels like yeah it's like when there's there's a classic case of the two studios essentially having the same idea and like this is going to be the wyatt earp of the tombstone gay uh rom-coms and i think bros is the tombstone i haven't seen it maybe bros is not very good but it bros looks looked amazing. This, but I mean, yeah, not better. Looked, it's just it, it's an entirely different tone. It looked, it looked like Hallmark. 
but like some, something in the makeup and yeah. the costume. I don't know. I'm going all. Hmm. I'm fucking really savage and spoiler alert here. It's a bad name. Uh, anyway, Creed three. Speaking of Ryan Coogler, is he oh, directing yeah. this? Uh, that's this a good question. This guy's if like, let me check to make sure. Direct. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Really? Interesting right. story. Uh, Ryan Coogler and Keenan uh, Coogler wrote it. So this is going to be interesting. This trailer looks amazing. Like, I don't need a lot of uh, encouragement to go see another Rocky verse movie. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed the hell out of all the creeds. Uh, yep. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Getting Marvel swole continues to just give us gift after gift after gift. Yeah. Yeah. This is one I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, I, I also appreciate the first two creeds and I'm looking forward to the just fucking brick chimney that is Jonathan Majors in this movie. I can't see how you knock him down. He looks so He's like a Mike huge. Tyson like. Both these guys are training montages. I hope they haven't there they, they haven't. But like it's so fucking intense that you like what did they say for the movies? Yeah, you guys yeah. like punching through like you mentioned brick smoke houses or whatever. <laughs> You're like punching through brick walls and things in this trailer. It's insane. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna like the story too because it, it seems like he's got a rival uh, who who has uh, a new challenger is into the ring, but it turns out it's an old challenger. Yeah, as uh, a kid he grew up from with back in the day, he was the rich kid that uh, was running around in mm-hmm. the streets, and maybe his, one of his friends got got pinched for something and thinks he owes him. Pro- uh, yeah, it's I, I love it, it the, looks pretty intense. The false modesty in that trailer when he's like, "Yeah, I stayed in pretty good shape," you know. <laughs> he comes out in that training in that sparring right. session and just blast his dude. Yeah, just it's great. Beef. Beef. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, Creed 3. Definitely gonna watch that. That it looks like it's gonna be a loaded March because this comes out next March or this March. And you know what else comes out? No. John Wick chapter oh, four. Right. This trailer just dropped today, and we just saw it in the theater. Bill Skarsgard. Bill Skarsgard's uh-huh. having a hot ass fucking year. If you didn't see it, he was in one of the better horror movies I saw in Spooky Season, The Bar- uh, Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is just so hot right now. And he's playing. Do you think he's John, supposed to be John Wick's brother? Because we find out that John Wick has got some hidden family at the high table, which oh, meets under maybe. the high table. Is is it underneath the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> that's uh, I forget. That's such a that's crazy some, universe. I know, I, but I fucking love it. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of hope they do. I, I hope that they have so much flex that they can just once a month meet underneath the Eiffel Tower and no one can say shit to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this I know, movie. I'm, I'm excited about it, obviously. Obviously, if there's another John Wick, we're going to go see it. It's funny how Keanu's line readings keep getting weirder and weirder. There's this moment in a trailer he's, mm-hmm. where he's talking to Larry Fish and he's like, I'm going to need a gun? Like, it's like there's a little bit of Bill and Ted that slips in at the end. And it's like, uh-huh. have you taken some real to life blows in the head, dude? Or uh, I feel like the trailer knows this, too, because they cut right after that. They cut to Lawrence Fishburne laughing like a maniac. Yeah. So they know it's crazy. It just this ridiculous. Like, this is a this is a this is a universe where a guy can wrap his lapel in a suit and 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 go like Batman's cape and just deflect yeah. infinite gun. I fucking love it. They're this like, is what Daryl like, Dixon wishes he had. 
Yeah, they're like slicing bullets and with samurai swords at the end, shooting. Mm-hmm. But it's so fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, if I recall, I was a little hot and cold on John Wick three, but this trailer's got me back to being hot. Uh, yeah, it had that great knife scene at the beginning, I think, um, and then the rest of it was, eh, it was good but not great. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. I think we've talked about this before, but this movie Babylon, it's got uh, Margot Robbie and uh, yeah. Uh, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like who, it's about early Hollywood. Uh, yeah. And and them trying to earn actors and, and producers and stuff, trying to earn some respect in the town. Yeah, this is the guy that did uh, La La Land. So, okay. at first, man, that's this uh, astronaut movie, Ryan Gosling. Did really? you ever see that? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm the one, not the one guy in America who did not like La La Land, which I know is surprising since I like like musicals. I think that's why I didn't like it because it's kind of a shitty musical. If you don't like musicals, uh, it's probably a great one. But um, yeah, I, I this this looks very interesting. It's another one coming out next spring. Uh, Little Mermaid. This is the movie that uh, melted the minds of many. Uh, Right. I don't know. Insecure white folk. I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, I, I, I am not interested in seeing this movie. And I think it's going to be shitty because uh, live action Disney adaptations tend to be that way. Oh, I get to see one that's good. I like Aladdin. Uh, you like Aladdin? Uh, I thought it was okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, what was, what I thought, was I, thought I was going to hate it and I ended up having a good time and I thought it was pretty good. But Lion King. Like I've, Lion King was no, it was garbage. Mm-hmm. We both hated it. I don't remember. <laughs> don't remember it. I can't even. I honestly can't even picture uh, what Timon or Pumbaa looked like. So yeah, the whole like the first thirty seconds were just like coral reef. I'm just sitting there like this movie looks so drab. Like I know this is amazing. If I was diving, this would be amazing. But like I've seen the cartoon, and it's so bright and colorful. Pop. And then uh, I'm not who I don't know who they got to do the Little Mermaid, but uh, she has got an amazing voice, and that kicks mm-hmm. in. I'm like, well, that might that might carry it. But yeah, I just I have, have no affinity for Disney Little Mermaid. Films. Like that was not my bag growing up. I haven't watched I it like since it. I was a child. I just like, don't I, care. Yeah, all the magic Disney movies I was forbidden to see. But I, I this is one that I when I I remember watching it and I was really charmed by. Of course, everyone likes fucking Sebastian, but also the the chef uh, <laughs> the chef chasing Sebastian around trying to cook him and eat him. Uh, that was Rene de Bajorne, What the, the Odo Constable o, Odo? Did oh. Yeah, really? I, okay. I I like that part. I, I it's pretty cute. Ursula's fun. Anyway, uh, Avatar two: The Shape of Water. People, I don't I, know. I've gone on several rants saying like you can't like everyone bets against Jim Jim James Cameron, and they tell him that he can't make a sequel to Alien that anyone will like, and they tell him you can't make a movie about time traveling robots. You certainly can't make uh, a movie about the Titanic that's three and a half hours long, starring a whole bunch of nobodies. And he keeps on, and and you certainly can't make a 3D movie about blue people. And he keeps on <laughs> proving them fucking wrong and smashing bucks. This might be his Waterloo. This I I don't. <laughs> I this trailer oh man just God. looks like Avatar Part Two in the worst kind of 80s sequel kind of way, like. How yeah. are they going to defeat the Earth people this time? I, I don't that's, know. That's the I thing. Know. I just can't bring myself to say I don't think this is going to be good because it's James Cameron. It's James I Cameron. know. I feel like I'm tugging on Superman's cape, but this trailer, 
I, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm, I'm the one that said bet against this man. Bet against this uh-huh. man who'll make a billion dollars off of your ass. And I just don't know because, like, I feel like watching the first one is a big disservice because it allowed me to see how exactly like uh, the first one this trailer makes it out to be. But I don't know. Maybe it's. I, I also read this weird interview with James Cameron last week where he's like. I don't know. Fuck it. Maybe people won't like it. Maybe people are. It's been a long time. I mean, it's the first like crack of confidence <laughs> oh, I saw no. on him. He's like, yeah, you know, I got, I got like five of these I want to make, but we'll see. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, I saw this trailer last week. Ant-Man and Wasp 3. Quantum, quantum Mania. Yeah, something called? like that. Uh, I'm not sure what the quantum realm has to do with Kang the Conqueror, but they're they're bringing all that stuff in, you know. Uh, Jonathan Majors, you hmm. remember that he was in Loki? Oh yeah, yeah, that's his name in that. Okay. As he who will not be remained or something. Uh, he sure. who has no remainder after you carry his divisor. Uh, he he's in it. I don't know what uh, I. Here's the thing. I have liked every Ant Man film I've ever seen, um, and they're always a lot of fun. And they also weirdly tie in to, and, and end up being really poignant uh, to the to the MCU at large. So I'm I'm excited for this. I've never seen an Ant Man film. The closest I've come is that Avengers film. Uh, was it Infinity War or was it Endgame? Uh, he was in Captain America: Civil War. Captain America: Three Civil Wars when he's at the airport and he got real big. That's probably the first really time that's him. the one. Yeah, I could have sworn yeah. that was a a bigher event one, but okay. Yeah, uh, I mean that's a pretty fucking big event. It's just that, yeah, the I guess Infinity, people like Captain America. The Infinity Gauntlet thing kind of broke everybody's brain. Uh, and then uh, that's that's the trailers we saw, the new ones anyway. Um, mm-hmm. and I think this is where we're going to leave. I got some spoiler stuff I want to talk about. Uh, definitely for this movie. And if you want to hear that, you got to be a club member. It's super easy to join. Just go to support.baldmove.com to get access to all of our spoiler-free movie review thoughts. Uh, we got an audible we're calling. We were going to see uh, The Fablemans, which is a movie coming out before Thanksgiving. But we they just, in, in like the last couple of weeks, they announced that The Glass Onion, which is the Knives Out sequel, uh, they're dropping that a month early before it goes on Netflix and select theater engagements. Uh, it's like a thousand theaters around the country and there's going to be one in our neighborhood. So we are going to see that the week before Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, that's coming out. And then avatar shape of the water people tribe part three uh, is on twelve sixteen. We're going to go see that too. These are all the first run movies coming up. Plus you get tons of other features, ad free feeds, Lunches, Jim and Aaron, quips, all that kind of stuff uh, by going to support.baldmove.com. Uh, 